Hi guys, I'm your host Toko and this is my podcast, is a verse for that. I know, I know, you know what, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for like making empty promises to whoever's listening and was like, yo, she said she's going to upload and then she doesn't. I am so sorry. I can't make any promises because, you know, this entire these past few like weeks not even a few weeks this past week you know the lord even just convicted me of that not just for the sake of the pod but even just in my life and my relationship with him in the book of ecclesiastes and you know speaking of which our verse for the day or there's a verse for that rather is going to be coming from ecclesiastes and you know i am so sorry and i think that I will be a little bit more consistent in my uploading and you know it's on me and I know some people don't really mind and some people don't really like listen that consistently to even like notice that oh there's a big gap like this but for me personally it just irks me because this is something that God has given me I'm not really taking it seriously I'm not really taking it into consideration as something that he's given me and part of my calling and you know today has just been a day of revelation and I'm currently on a fast but you know it's just been a day of revelation and this is one of the things that God has revealed to me that this is one of my callings and I need to take it seriously so here we are I was almost not even gonna upload today because it's kind of cold not even kind of it's freezing cold and I was like you know what let me just like chill but anyway the verse I'm, the verse is what I'm talking about today is the concept of enjoying things in this world because as a Christian, you know, a countless times of being you can't be you can't you won't be able to go places that the rest of the world is going to go to, you won't be able to do things that the rest of the world is doing and basically the concept of you know Jesus when Jesus spoke about um cutting off your right arm or hand if it causes you to sin and obviously jesus is not talking about physically cutting off your arm but he's just saying if something causes you to sin no matter how vital it may be or might seem you have to cut it off and you know that's i think i mentioned the process of sanctification that's part of the process of of sanctification and you know that's very valid but at the same time we are called to enjoy some of the things of this earth as long as they don't take place of god's place in our hearts and you know it's just so like so much like a paradox and you know that's one of the things that god highlighted to me today and i can see why he wanted me to upload because he just wanted to like for me to like have discourse on what i was learning today and what i was going through and also to just have a very impactful message for today and so as i was saying about the paradox of god and just like how you know this is this, but this is also that God is, if that makes sense. And, you know, just, I just could not wrap my head around. And I kind of touched on this last week, Tuesday, Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. And I touched on like how, you know, I had that whole testimony of like, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to leave this to you and just going to, you know, focus on you. And so you can actually enjoy these things. And I was like, huh, how is that possible? And, you know, I feel like some people, in this walk of faith people don't realize how it can be possible and <clears throat> god is not a tunnel vision person god is not just the single-minded like this is how it's gonna be 
and this is how it's always going to be for each and every person god realizes realizes how complex we are and god realizes how beautifully and beautifully complex he made us so obviously we would have we're all going to have different needs we're all going to have different testimonies we're all going to have different ways of how our myth our prayers or um ways of life are going to be answered so the thing is let me just read the verse let me just read the verse and actually let's get into the topic because i think <laughs> let me get into the verse so what we're going to be talking about is how how we're able to enjoy the things of this earth like enjoy worldly things as a christian there's actually a verse for that actually a few and you know this is so monumental to me but anyways this is my readings that be coming from ecclesiastes 11 verse 7 to 10 and so just for context sake solomon i as i said last week i'm studying this book and i'm currently not studying it right now because of my fast but solomon is in this deep state of like reflection i see just like a bit of a tangent i see why people call it a depressing book or a very sad book but i personally don't pick up that sadness maybe it's because my interpretation of sadness isn't the same as solomon's interpretation of sadness but personally for me i think it's a very wise and sobering book maybe not sad or depressing but sobering like a lot of like a lot of books that I've read, they have, they've had so much like content or like so much has happened, like you know David and whatever. But this is very sol- very like sobering book without the need of mentioning mentioning anyone in particular, but just a personal account and how that's so like valid for everyone and how someone's personal account can spread across everybody's perspective on various, you know. <laughs> like like light-hearted topics but and also very serious topics and so solomon is reflecting and he's kind of like giving his personal account and you know as i was studying this i'm not gonna go into this just this is just for context i want to talk about this more in my recommendation thing that's coming up soon and as i was studying this um solomon mentions under the sun and you know he had, he observes so many things under the sun and you know, he also talks about how meaningless things are, just like chasing the wind. And the reason why I mentioned those things is just because he uses it a lot. And it seems that he really wants us to pick out that pattern. And, you know, in this particular part, I'm not finished yet, so I can't really say much. Um, In this particular part, he doesn't really mention that. But the first few chapters, he does mention how meaningless some of the things of this life are. And is or are. I don't know. And, you know, it seems like, oh, he's just like verbally like disregarding it as a whole. But in a very specific part of the book, I think it's in um, four or five. I'm not really sure. I don't want to spend much time covering something I'm going to talk about later. He kind of turns that whole argument of meaninglessness on its head and then says but you're supposed to enjoy these things kind of alludes to and foreshadows what he's going to say in his second last chapter which is that we're supposed to enjoy the things of this world and you know he says that and then he goes right back to say that life is meaningless or not life is meaningless but things chasing the things of this world is meaningless like chasing the wind and that's just so powerful in itself but anyway that was just just for some context sake and just how beautifully written this book really is and i think you should just check it out but anyway the verses are the part is called advice for the young young and old 
Verse 7 says, Light is sweet. How pleasant to see a day, a new day dawning. When people live to be very old, let them rejoice in every day of life. But also, but let them also remember that there will be many dark days. Everything still to come is meaningless. Young people, it is wonderful to be young. Enjoy every minute of it. Do everything you want to do. Take it all in. But remember that you must... You must give an account to God for everything you do. So refuse to worry. Keep your body healthy. Remember that that youth, remember that youth with a whole life before you is meaningless. And you know, the core of what I'm going to be talking about is verse nine. But I thought it was going to be really like comprehensive to like mention the whole part and talk about the whole part and like how you know. The second last chapter of his book is kind of like pleasant and, you know, going back on that whole thing of people saying that it's a depressing book. It's kind of pleasant in a sense. And, you know, it does actually talk about um, a pleasant, how pleasant to see a new day dawning. And, you know, he's very real. That's one of the things I love about this book. He's very real. He's not going to be not that type of, I'm not going to say like happy go lucky as it, as if it's a bad thing. Please don't think of it as a bad like thing or like a bad concept but like how paul kind of goes to say that oh i'm gonna consider all this to be joy like my sufferings and all that and he knows that we're gonna suffer with that solomon however thousands of years before paul is so real with his emotions and so real with what he's saying by even saying that there's going to be dark days in life and you know making it real and he uses the dark and light analogy i feel like to going to verse nine and and verse nine and says that oh it's good to be you know take it all in and enjoy these things of the of the earth light and then he says but then you're gonna have to go and account to god which is not dark but i guess it can be seen as dark if say you're doing something that isn't glorifying to god therefore it will be dark if you know, God says, this is not wrong. You know that this is a sin and you continue to do it. Therefore, maybe your eternal your eternal life is going to be in hell, which is pretty dark. I am talking. I Let me just shut up. Let me just, let me just chill. This is only like the first five minutes. But anyway, um, so Solomon is just being so like real in this moment. And he's not being this like, He's shutting down like legalism. And for me personally, I'm still um, trying to navigate the way of legalism. And legalism is like, from my, from my understanding, I can be wrong because this is still a very new term to me as a Christian. From what I'm understanding, legalism is like an attempt to like abide all 613 commands of the New Testament and you know thinking that that's the only way to life where and that's like yeah that's essentially what it is from my understanding and having 613 laws to abide by is virtually impossible and that's what part of what Christ came to do and that's what Paul also talks about in Galatians where he talks about how um he he gives, he gives us very not Galatians Romans he gives us very interesting example this is all relevant interesting example of how a woman is in romans 7 um how a woman is bound to a husband when he's alive and you know that's the letter of the law you're supposed to buy by your husband while he's alive and married 
and stay married to him. And if you were to marry another man while he's alive, you'd be committing adultery. And then he says that, oh, once her husband dies, she's free to marry another man. And because she's a widow and that law no longer, no longer applies to her. And, you know, given that analogy, he goes on to say that, you know, when Christ came, when he died, your sins and your I guess legal legalism died with Christ, and we don't no longer. We said, and he ends up that part by saying, we no longer obey God by obeying the letter of the law, but by living in the Spirit. And so, if you haven't encountered the Holy Spirit yet, the Holy Spirit is very personal, and you know he's he's very much so a full fully aware of the law and everything. But I feel like he's so much personal to the sense that he kind of like makes the law a little bit more realistic in a sense and so that law and that strict law and heaviness of the law dead with Christ because if you want to be a legalistic person legalism or in those days Pharisees is what killed Jesus because they were looking for a cut out person of what or cut out picture perfect example of what the messiah is supposed to look like and even though jesus was perfect he wasn't perfect by that standard and so if jesus was not perfect then what are we <laughs> you know what i mean and so going back to what i was saying about um enjoying things of this earth and what it's like to what it looks like to essentially enjoy the things of this earth this is a very clear-cut verse it's saying that you know while we're young, we should enjoy we should we should enjoy being young and you know taking every minute of it and it sounds a little bit reckless, however, you know so Solomon has this thing of you know sounding a little bit very much so crazy but sobering at the same time it goes like a little bit far and then it comes back like that thing of going out and then coming back like the like waves of the ocean like coming up to the shore and then going back out kind of thing, and he says that like oh take it all in you know which is very surprising because you know at least for me christianity was a thing where oh you have to do this 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 and this and this if you don't do that you do this you're gonna get that and it's just like okay i have to stay in that state of perfectionism and that's what fuels this idea that society has of christians of just being perfect when we're literally not the whole concept of christianity is a continuous like sanctification and jesus does say you have to pick up your cross daily and interestingly what i discovered today was that picking up your cross and you know being crucified yet being crucified at those times given that jesus said that before he was um crucified meant that he was saying to the people that you have to you know die at that time, my my some people might have taken as a physical sense of just saying that, oh, you're gonna have to die like physically because picking up your cross and you know going to get crucified is very gory, and I'm not gonna go through that. But you know, us today take it as an abstract um analogy of how we're supposed to die to the power of sin daily, and you know the devil doesn't just re- like attack you once and like okay calm down Jamal I'm gonna leave now he will constantly attack you and it's all about surrendering everything to Christ and giving him those giving him that legalism and I feel like one of the things that you know Paul also talks about is how um the sin uses the law 
that same law to hi- to um awaken all those like sinful desires because Paul even goes into example of how like he didn't know that coveting I'm guessing like coveting is like being envious or like wanting something that you don't have was wrong before he learned the law of being co- um of, of not being you must not covet and after knowing that sin awakened all sorts of like covetous desires within him and so that's that's just how like as much as the the law is very much good in Paul does say that the law is good and perfect he says that sin uses that to you know perceive as oh this is good and then actually you know you, it will lead you more to sin i hope that's all making sense but what i'm getting is that from from paul's anal- um account and what um solomon is saying here in ecclesiastes is that you know having uh, having a, a desire to do the things of this earth and you know do it and enjoying the things of this earth comes with responsibility just like the saying i don't mean to like trigger anyone or something but like drink responsibly i'm saying i'm seeing that it's saying that drink or enjoy the things of this earth responsibly but don't let it get don't let it take the place of god in your heart that's essentially what i'm talking about here and that's something that i am still learning and you know it's very interesting because that's not what a lot of people preach today. Like a lot of pastors don't preach that. A lot of like evangelists and stuff don't teach that. And I guess I can see why, because it can just like awaken so much recklessness, especially in such a generation that's like so like YOLO, you only live once. And it's not really the best of messages to preach, but it's also valid to highlight because for people like me who, you know, we're so bound by it, like, okay, I have to do this. If I don't do that, it's going to look like this. God's going to punish me. I have to cut out everything because, you know, God's going to punish me and I'm, I don't want to get in his way. And, you know, Solomon talks about how this, enjoying the things of this earth, kind of like in verse, I think it's, I think it's seven in chapter seven. He talks about like how if you like, do these things you can also it can also like make you less um self-conscious of the past so like sometimes sometimes we do things not for the sake of just sinning but for the sake of like finding like um mental out something that makes us happy and so god is not such a tyrant for us to like for him to just say cut out everything that's just like bad cut out everything that you know makes you happy because you are a sinner no 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 um paul in ecclesiastes is saying that you know sometimes these things can distract us from the past and from us being so hung up in the past and not distract in a very bad sense like oh my gosh i'm turning away from something and i'm being distracted i'm not doing something i'm supposed to do it's something that can be that can bring healing and for me personally like for a long time that was like reading like i would just go off and just read and just go go into this other world and just that would be my escape and just be such a therapeutic thing for me god is not denying us that he's not saying that you shouldn't have hobbies not saying that you shouldn't have interests because he put those desires in you he put that kind of um 
those char- those characteristics in you of just you know wanting to read wanting to know more and you know that's something that you know took a long time for me to realize because I thought that I had to change myself to be in the presence of God and you know that goes back to um I just love the bible it goes back to what Jesus says um come as you are and you know it took me coming as I am and being honest with God that's another thing um when you're in your walk with God and when he when it seems like for me personally like I was like okay I have to cut everything out because it seems like God's asking me to cut everything out yes it may be true but it might also be for a certain period of time. We never know with God. And God is just like, sometimes what God asks you to do and what is is happening in your spiritual life is such a paradox. And it's just, you just really need to hold on to faith and hold on to what, whatever God is asking you to do and whatever, you know, resources you, resources you can, be it the Bible, preachings and whatever the case is. Because sometimes you might, you might miss what he's actually trying to say. And so, as I was saying earlier about like how, <clears throat> what was I saying? I was going off on a tangent. But anyway, I think having interests is good. However, like I said, it shouldn't be a reckless thing because on the flip side, Solomon is talking about like how we're supposed, we're going to give an account for these things. And so that brings the question Am I am I glorifying God with these things? Am I glorifying God with my with these interests? Like, am I f- making it a point to, um, find something in what I'm doing that's glorifying God? Am I am I seeking Him through this thing? And you know, that's such a sometimes those terms to me are just so vague. Like, what does that mean? What does it mean? What does it all mean? What are you trying to say? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna make it a pact- a practical example here, so that it helps. So personally for me, I watch anime, right? And so I cut it off. I was like, you know what, Lord? No, I'm not going to do it. Then he's like, you know what? You can enjoy these things. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you have to glorify me um, through these things so that it's not idolatry. Because as you know, I've kind of like struggled with idolatry and just putting things before God. And that was, you know, I'm healed and whole. Thank the Lord for that. And so I was like, okay, fine. Let's just, let's do it. I was so excited. Like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then when it actually came to finding a thing, to finding a way to glorify him, it was like, oh, actually, what am I going to do? And so sometimes the things that we're asking um, God to allow us to go back to or whatever God is allowing us to enjoy might come with its own challenges and co- might come with its own lessons within itself. It may seem easy on the surface, like, oh, okay, I'm allowed to enjoy this. But the actual challenge is glorifying God. And so back to the example, what I what happened was, oh, okay, what am I busy watching anime right now? And I, I, I'm watching My Hero Academia. I'm actually watching a variety of things. But like just for the sake of this example, I'm watching My Hero Academia. I'm like, oh, okay, how is this glorifying God? And I did my research and then I stumbled upon this YouTube video about how um, this guy, um, I think I'll link it in the... In the in the thingy in the description thingy how this guy was like oh talking about um my hero academia and giving a christian review to it i was like oh okay let me watch this and i'm not saying there will always be a christian review whatever or of whatever it is you're thinking god is allowing you to enjoy but this is just an example and so he gave this example about how the main character looks up to 
this guy called all might and you know like how we have all might in our own lives and how that type of like positivity and saving people with a smile transcends into how he saves people and how he interacts with his friends and like how and even throughout the story of Deku that's the main character's name he's so positive and to the point where whoever it is he encounters notices that they notice that oh there's, there's something different about this guy there's something different that you know not a lot of people have and so that's kind of like what us christians you know that's just like a powerful example and i was just mind blown by it and so finding those things i mean that was a helpful thing that was like very helpful but sometimes it might not even be as helpful because another thing another example is like how you know i personally i enjoy watching k-pop related videos like i like watching like variety shows and stuff like that i don't listen to the music as much but i can the one of the ways that was hard for me was like how am i going to glorify god through this how am i going to appreciate god in this thing and so one of the ways was you know seeing observing someone's character or a star's character an artist's character i'm like wow god this is actually this is actually you and like if someone is super caring like for example i think that bang chan is super caring and he's so like devoted and whatever the case is to his career and he's just so loving i'm like lolo that's actually a character those are actually some characters of you you're loving you're devoted to chasing after us he will chase after you hunt you down that's just like how kind of like how chan is and that's just like me appreciating him and also like when you're glorifying god um through these things sometimes glorifying god might also look like oh thank you god that i don't have to deal with that anymore and by that i mean some of the examples both anime and k-pop was oh i'm not gonna watch that lord oh thank you lord i'm not gonna watch that because you've given me the spirit of discernment and i'm just so thankful for that you know and so that brings me on to my next topic about you know enjoying the things of this earth you're gonna have to set you're gonna have to set boundaries and one of the things that you know in any relationship really is like boundaries and you know communicating those things because you know god is all knowing as we know but one of the things that i feel like god really wants me to say is we have to be honest, honest with our feelings to god and i would have never known that we're allowed to enjoy the things of this earth if i wasn't honest with my feelings because i was so stuck up in telling god what i think he wants me to what he thinks what i think he wants me to say and god isn't insecure like that he's not an insecure god he's very he's very much so capable of thriving without any of us really as you know sad as that may sound and it wasn't for his sake it was for my sake because if had i not been honest i wouldn't be, i wouldn't be, i would have i wouldn't have been able to know that god I, let us enjoy the things of this earth responsibly and so that's just part of the communication and communication and boundaries like any other relationship and going back to what i said about living in the spirit and how the holy spirit is very much personal the holy trinity in general is very much so personal i mean sometimes there's some things that we have to do out of like strict discipline with god just like any other relationship because you know the the holy trinity and your relationship with them is not just strict it's not just bound to just one type of relationship like when i talk about discipline a disciplined relationship i think of like coach and and student 
at the same time, the Holy Trinity is a brother-sister relationship. And at the same time, it could also be a romantic relationship. You know, the, all those things, all those type of relationships, I feel like you would find too um, in the Holy Trinity, even just as far as marriage, because we are Christ's bride and that's also a relationship. But anyway, back to what I was saying, boundaries and communication, I feel like are big. And those are one of the big lessons that I have learned personally and what I'm, on what, on what I'm trying to communicate here with this thing of enjoying things that, of this world. Yes, we may enjoy things, as I said, we just have to enjoy them responsibly. And how that's going to happen is if you set boundaries. You cannot... You cannot go full in, if I may say that. There's some places, like I said before, there's some places we might not be able to go to. There might, there, there's some things we might not even be able to listen to. And so this is very much so a to each their own thing. If God or the Holy Spirit has convicted you to stop doing this, you can enjoy this, but don't do that. You better listen. And by that, I mean, I go. it goes back to what I said about personal convictions and Personal convictions are very much true and they apply, I think, in almost every area of Christianity. And so if God has allowed you to do something and the boundary is that for me, for example, I personally, you know, I went back to K-pop and I was like, okay, Lord, what are the boundaries? Because I just knew that, okay, if I'm going to be able to enjoy this without idolizing, there have to there has to be some boundaries. And I was just so amazed that I even made that connection, like almost like instantaneously. And so... You don't have to start you don't have to struggle with idolatry to you know set boundaries and stuff like that but it's just a, it's just a general example just in case a spirit of idolatry is awakened like what I mentioned earlier about what Paul said about how sin uses commands to awaken sinful desires so for me back to my example when I came back to enjoying K-pop and the whole concept of K entertainment the lord said don't stand any big hit groups or hype groups. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. That's interesting because you know that I was an army. You know that. And you know I was getting into 17. You know that. And you know I was planning to get into G-Friend. And it's like, just don't do it. That goes for, you know, a lot of other groups in other companies. But don't stand those groups. I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it because there must be some reason that you're asking me to do that. And then I asked him the other, like a few days later, like, Lord, why did you say this to me? And he was like, you know, those were the, those were the first groups that you stand and that's what called, caused you idolatry. So why would you want to go back to something that I already healed you from? And I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And also, we have school, and you know they put they put out so much content that will get you hooked. So yes, I'm thinking about your education right now. I'm like, oh, that's that's valid. That's valid. And so, but whatever God tells you as a boundary, or whatever God tells you to keep as a boundary, it's not because He's mean and because He wants to be a dictator. It's because it's for your own good. It's for your own good. That goes for whatever it is. That goes for even just. You know, cutting off certain things, like I said in the very beginning of how Jesus said you must cut off your right hand if it causes you to sin. It's not for it's not just because God is mean and he's me and he's a jerk. No, he's doing it for your own sake and for the sake of your relationship with him. And so 
just to like wrap things up enjoying things i personally i love the idea i am just so honored that i even was able to you know discover that in my lifetime because there's some people that grow up and just never realize that you know christianity is not a law thing it's not just a you follow this 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 list of commandments and if you break them you die or if you break them there will be severe consequences god's gonna strike you down with lightning and that's really sad and i feel like what god is telling the generation not because he's trying to be our friends and he's just trying to be like this hip person is that you know you can enjoy the things of this earth but just don't idolize them and don't know your boundaries and one of the things that I feel like people of the generation think is that, oh my gosh, Christianity is just too hard. You have to give up so many things and I'm not up for it. I want to live my life. I don't want to be a loser. First of all, God created those things that you're, <laughs> you guys are idolizing and you guys are claiming that we're not allowed to enjoy. He created those things. And why would God not allow us to, to create the things that he enjoyed? It goes back to the example of Adam and Eve, really, because God created the the <clears throat> the garden and the animals in it for for Adam and Eve to enjoy. At the same time, God also created them for them to be for Adam and Eve to be them to rule over, essentially. And so, what happened was, you know, they decided to, as you all know, they decided to go their own path and disobey God. Because they didn't follow the boundary that God had put on them. And that's what, that's what inevitably led them to, out of the garden. And cre- created so much imbalance in you know, this relationship that we have with God. And so disobeying boundaries, I'm not trying to say is, a, is going to lead to like something life altering. Like you know, being banished. But it's just for our own sake. Because you can see like... God didn't do it because he's a selfish person as the devil tried to convince Eve um he as he tried to convince Eve to be but like he he did it for their own sake he didn't want them to know about the knowledge of good and evil he didn't want them to know about nakedness in a sense and you know being so aware and like borderline insecure at this point because he knew he he knew that he didn't he didn't need them and as we know god is the same yesterday and yesterday today and to, um forever so the same concept of god putting boundaries on adam and eve for their own sake is the same concept that applies today you know it's just so i just wish people could see how god is not a tyrant god is not who they think he is he's not this mean person he's so loving but at the same time, his discipline, it's tough love, tough love, tough love. And, you know, going back to what I said, you know, different relationships, different types of love. So God is great. You will, with God, you experience different types of love. And so I just wish Gen Z would realize that, you know, we enjoy responsibly. And it's just so much more life bringing and just so much more um, wholesome. Not in the sense of um ooey, but like, I mean, like wholesome in the sense of, you know, balance, because one of the things that enjoying things responsibly means is balance. And so you have to balance it out. God has to say, God God has to stay number one in your life if you're going to enjoy these type of things. And I'm not saying you have to, you don't have, I'm not saying that you 
have to have a, a problem with idolatry to relate. But I'm just saying that sometimes idolatry is not outright like the golden calf that the um, Israelites were worshipping when Moses was on the mountain. It can just be anything that's, that is put above God, literally. Like anything. If you wake up and check your messages in the morning before reading your Bible, that was your idol for the day. Like that is your idol for that day. If you continually... For example, read your Bible once a week and maybe binge watch on Netflix. Netflix is the idol. That's just how it is. Like, I don't understand why people want to overcomplicate things when the Bible is so simple. Like, it's so simple. And if it's not simple, you, as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit. He can make it so clear to you. And so idols is an idol is whatever it is that you put above God. And so... I'm not saying that you struggle with idolatry, but you know, if it's if you're questioning it, and if you're questioning, is this above God? It's likely that it is, and you know, we need to be able to balance. And for me, the perfect example of balance is an imbalance, and by that I mean an imbalance of putting spending more time with God over the things that you prefer or idolize over Him. And that's what creates a perfect balance, in my opinion. And that doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but I hope it does if I say this. For example, with my K-pop thing. I know I'm talking about it a lot, but this is something that I would have never thought God would have been able to use for me to speak and transcend over multitudes of my, multitude, multitude, a multitude of things in my life. But anyway, there was a time where I woke up, I, I, woke up slept you know everything was you know k-pop i just inhaled at this point and when god took it away and said okay you can enjoy it now i said you know what lord i don't want to go down the same path and i'm pretty sure you don't want me to go i'm pretty sure you feel the same way and so yes he gave me the boundaries and what i did was i made sure to spend a little bit more time with god or not even a little bit more time i made sure to spend a little bit uh, much more time with god than I did with K-pop or watching videos or whatever the case is or just anything really and what that did was that it established God's place in my life and it established that everything else is secondary meaning that it does not have as much of a priority in my life than it should be and so it also means that it's it can also easily be taken away but the number one thing that should be rigid is God and my relationship with him and so what how what happened or what I did was I I seek sook seeked seeked the, <laughs> forgive me um I chose to seek God every morning like continually and you know I strategically put my prayer points that make sense by that I mean like times of the day where I'll go off by myself and just you know, pray, be it pray, meditate, read scripture, anything. Whatever God had led me to do, I do it. And in the morning, I pray. Then maybe I'll do my schoolwork. Oh, okay, then bitch, watch this. Then if it's two o'clock and God says, go and pray, I immediately say, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it. And I put outside those those little times and intervals in the day so that whatever it is I'm doing at the time is secondary to God because once you do that, I feel like once you allow God to just like, you know, be number one and 
just come in the middle of it or whatever it is you, you're trying to put above him that's how you establish your um his place in your life and that's how you establish his his tippy tippy top and his crown at the at the top of the hierarchy and you know things become a little bit more easy with experience obviously and it's only been a short while since i've been able to enjoy responsibly and it's getting better it's hard it is hard i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh um yeah just cut everything no it's hard when i had to cut out everything like everything that was bad be it people be it um hobbies and you know phases of my life and thought patterns it was hard and it is still hard but we can do all things through christ who strengthens us and you know, God is right there. As much as he's uh, He's putting you the, through those things or he's allowing certain things to happen, he's still right there. And it's important to go essentially seek about him and communicate your feelings for the day. Like, it may not be always like going off by yourself and, you know, going into your room and just having a full blown, like one hour long um, conversation with him. It could also just be, you know, just saying a 30 second prayer like lord this is what happened today or what i like to do is keep like a notes app or what good things that god has done maybe for you can be like just journaling like whatever it is that god has you know maybe maybe you feel um you want to communicate or how you want to communicate with um want to communicate to god with you do it because god is so much god is so much so a loving father as i've said and he's he wants to listen he wants to know what is going on because you know he he did allow those things to happen so he wants to hear personal feedback and from your mouth not from what he's seeing from what he not from what he's seeing in your head he wants to hear it from you just to reaffirm that that relationship that relationship that you have with him so i hope this all helps i hope whoever's struggling with you know this legalism thing and you know can i enjoy this oh this is bad no it's it is allowed to enjoy these things at the same time i just want to say this out really quickly the lord just said this there's just some things that you can't do there's just some things that you can't do just because maybe you enjoy like saying swear words in in songs does not mean does not mean you have to you, you can do it now. Like there's just some things you can't do. Maybe you can enjoy the song without the swear words. You can enjoy the censored, clean version of the song without the swear words because it just goes back to that boundary thing. I just want to highlight that boundary thing. Very, very, very. I just want to like like really emphasize on that boundaries is not just like this. It cannot even just be like based on the laws of the Bible, the Ten Commandments, really. And whatever laws that we, we've been exposed to, you know, even just like with the example of fashion, I'm just thinking of, an, of another example, just so someone can, someone who's confused can understand this. Like, we can enjoy fashion, we can enjoy maybe, what kind of fashion aesthetic is there? Y2K. And maybe, I'm, I don't know, like, I'm not into y, Y2K, I don't know what it entails, Maybe it entails that, oh, okay, the trend right now is to, you know, wear a very low-cut shirt with a short skirt and, you know, very low shoes and, you know, the shirt must have holes and, you know, that's the trend right now. Obviously, we are called to be modest and we're called to 
as women not just women even just men in general because you know let's not have internalized misogyny here but anyway we're called to to dress modestly and you know not try and be promiscuous and whatever the case is and you know just given that you can say okay this is what god has called me to do god has allowed me to express myself through fashion and you know maybe i can maybe i can miss on this trend for once maybe i can modify this trend by wearing a jacket over it i can still participate in this trend but i'm being bound or i'm allowing myself to abide by the boundaries that god has set maybe 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 it might not, it might not be personal but it might just be personal to you through scripture and to and through sorry through one of the laws that god has said in the past and so i hope this is all making sense i hope it's making sense and i want you guys to be happy i want us as the community of christ to be happy not to be this depressed like oh my gosh i have fomo eh no no we should not have fomo we should have the other people should have fomo from us i mean who wouldn't want to have fomo who wouldn't want to have fomo of being saved by the the king of kings and the lord of lords you know what i mean so enjoy responsibly guys like everything is enjoyable everything in this world except for like some 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 there's some there's just like everything there's an exception to the rule and if you want me to like cover like some exceptions i can do that but at the same time i don't want to like bind someone and just when i i don't want to slip on toes in the sense that oh maybe god has told this person or allowed this person to enjoy this and then here i am saying you can't enjoy it because you know i said i might cover it i don't want to like confuse people further but what i'm trying to say is that let's enjoy things let's enjoy things responsibly let's have fun and let's glorify god because essentially god created created those things and we should worship him through those things you know worship him and i think it could also be a very nice way and a different approach to worship because going back to the whole personal thing and having a personal relationship with the holy trinity like one of the things that i have asked god to show me is like lord how can i glorify you in different ways i don't want i don't want my relationship with you to just be this mundane continuous cycle i want us to have a consistent like different like vibe every now and then it doesn't have to be a daily thing but i'm just saying that it shouldn't just be this mundane thing where i'm just like oh today i have to pray oh today i have to meditate on this it should be like a continuous thing and you know god has just been so faithful to me he showed me so many ways even just like appreciating the little things even just like you know watching a uh like a video and like oh god that's actually like interesting and then we have a, we have this whole discussion and it leads to me crying no kidding i have like these past few days I've been crying, <laughs> not like out of sadness, just out of like um, awe and wonder of God because of that simple request. And so these these things that we're enjoying and how I said we must glorify God can be another w- form of worship, really. It can be another form of, you know, laying our lives to, to the Lord and just dedicating it to him. Like, I'm going to enjoy this because I'm dedicating it to you. I'm dedicating this this hobby and this interest to you lord because you're so faithful it sounds weird but don't trust me it works it really does work but i hope this this podcast has been 
you know insightful on a different side and something i feel like should have light shed on and yeah thank you so much for listening god bless you i love you but most importantly god loves you and i said this before in my previous episode i have my instagram please if you have any questions please feel free to dm me if you want to just talk let's talk i just you know i just want to talk with you guys and i'm just so thankful for everybody who listens and just so thankful for this for this platform and yeah thank you so much for listening please have a blessed day please stay safe guys especially if you're in south africa the cases are skyrocketing especially if you live in Gauteng. They are skyrocketing and it is scary. So please stay safe. Don't go out if you don't need to. Let's be home buddies. You know what I mean? Love you guys. Bye. Hi guys. Um, a very important topic. Christians are being persecuted all over the world right now. And... Even if you can't do- donate, please read the link that I have in my bio and pray for them because they need us more than ever right now. And please join me in prayer as we pray for them. And if you can, please donate. The link will be in my bio. God bless.